0: Hey, sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've
1: got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name.
0: Head to Sportle.pro to play. There's a new puzzle
1: every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We to win so bad, so bad, like really bad. So, head to sportle.pro. That's sportle, S P O R T L pro to play sportle. Good times. We are speeding. All right, let's do this in three, two, one, QB mouse. Let's try that again.
0: All right, we're speeding.
1: <laughs> All right, let's do this in three, two, one. Q B M O C. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the dollars we bet with Bruda. Oh my, are we in trouble or what? It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday worldwide. <laughs>
2: Sports, Wednesday Wet Sports, Wednesday Wet Sports, Wednesday it's Medium Sports Just Me
0: sounding great as always welcome everyone welcome 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 to sports Wednesday sports talk for the medium fan that means the big story is right the details wrong if you're cool with that we'll have a show my name's Pete Brown I'm the big man on campus or BMOC driving the trains tonight joining me as always he's hoping for his second unprecedented snow day of the week it's the coach basketball legend Matt Longley coach we're supposed to get some snow between like three and 6 a.m.
1: oh God that is timed so beautifully perfect. Got the ice cubes in the toilet. Let's go. Let's go for snow you, days.
0: You you had a snow day Monday, which unexpected. Was argu- arguably sus. Oh. And arguably sus snow day. We
1: don't have to argue it. That was completely sus. It was questionable at best. But you know, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna force but, me force him to send me to school? Nope.
0: You used your time wisely. You got uh, you got your office cleaned up, you got a new chair, it looks like you're styling. God, tonight could be a good night. It's going be a great night. All right. And bringing tonight, you the sick. Tonight, tonight, tonight.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh. The sick guitar. We take it right.
2: Tonight, tonight, tonight. <laughs> oh.
0: That set this show apart. He'll be performing live on Saturday, February 11th at Space Bar in downtown Columbus with his band, Van Haken. It is Eddie Van Haken himself, the maestro, Brian Haight.
1: Noise. How,
0: how are you, maestro? I'm doing pretty good. You I went into it?
3: the office today, Ooh. saw some co workers. Look at you. Couple of meetings got cancelled, so we just sat around and bullshitted.
1: It was nice. Oh, nice. Water cooler just it was a good day.
3: Came home, it was taco Tuesday. Had some tacos. Took a little nap.
0: Feeling <laughs> pretty that's, good. That's a pretty good day. Went went, went to work. Well let's uh, I'm gonna go right into what are you drinking because that looked delicious. Whatever you just took a sip of there, Maestro. What are you drinking?
3: So I found this in my fridge. I kept a couple behind because I was planning to take a trip to uh, to Pittsburgh to see my brother. I don't know when that's going to happen, but this is a beer. It's a Wolf's Wolf's Ridge Oktoberfest. It was a special batch. It's called Foderfest.
1: Foderfest. Foderfest, Dude, it's do a Foderfest. Foder it's an
3: oak aged Oktoberfest. It's it's pretty good. It's got like a like a vanilla undertone to it. It's like a Matson with a little
0: vanilla vibe. Oh. And Coach, how about you? What are you drinking tonight?
1: I am drinking uh, Great Lakes Christmas Ale. I still got six more of these babies. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: I got five more of those in my fridge as well. You got to you gotta drink those before March because...
1: They just don't taste right.
0: Yeah, they don't taste right out of season. So but very good. Well, good BMOC, tonight. I'm drinking a PBR Tallboy. This is uh, extra sweet because uh, the neighbor brought him over because they did his driveway on uh, Sunday. So I'm going to eat... How many driveways did you do over the weekend? I did seven driveways. Uh, I've got a lot of retired people around me. I do their drives. And then because I don't know how to set good boundaries, I do them all the way down to the corner. (laughs) Well (laughs) done. But it still only takes, it takes maybe an hour, hour and a half to do it. Damn. So we'll see. So, Mm. uh, get yourself a snow, a snowblower. I was talking today to, uh, to a friend of ours and I said, the two ways I know I'm an adult is that I have an accountant and I own a snowblower and that's it. Other than that, I feel like I'm still the same idiot you guys knew in college Mm. 30 years ago. If you think about it, 30 years ago, Jesus Christ, you're right. Holy cannoli. Holy cannoli. cannoli. All right, let's do the housekeeping. You can follow this show on social media at Sports Wednesday on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are killing it, killing it, and killing it, or over on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, when we're not killing it, but neither is Twitter, so I feel like we're still par (laughs) for the course.
1: We're doing great.
0: To get your Sports Wednesday merch, if you want to get it in time for Valentine's Day, you better order it quickly. Go to SportsWednesday.com, click on Merch. That'll take you to our Red Bubble store. where You can get yourself a shower curtain or some mini skirts or a notebook with Sports Wednesday on it. Oh, what a it's wife. all good merch. And just a reminder to check out Sportal every day at Sportle.pro, the only sports-themed word-guessing game that doesn't suck. It's a lot more fun than getting hit in the nuts by an orangutan. dot .pro,
1: Hi, everybody. Like-
0: I haven't played yet today. Mm. Maestro has not played yet today. I have, I I have to admit, I have been off uh Sportle for uh, a little while here, and uh, I got to get back to it. That's not a good thing to say for our sponsor, <laughs> is it? And no. oh, have I missed it? All right, and on tonight, earlier tonight, fellas, our Ohio Bobcats played. I watched the last ten minutes of an eighty-eight to seventy-six win. Go Bobcats! Western Hi. Michigan. When I when I turned the game on, we were up two. And we immediately went on a 12-2 run. So I think you can credit the win either to me, BMOC, or to Dwight Wilson III, who had 31 points for the Cats tonight. Wow! He's a forward, and Western Michigan had no way to stop him. But friend of the show, Ben Roderick. All right, Lefty, nine points. That was a good game as well.
1: Attaboy, Lefty.
0: And, of course, playing right now, the number 5 Kansas State Wildcats taking on Iowa State. That game's tied at 29, about three minutes left in the first half. Ooh, low score. Number five, number five. Bmoc,
3: Bmoc.
2: Cause I only have eyes for you two.
0: <laughs> so I I went to CCAD also, but we have no had no sports teams that How's I, can, that can, teams, I can uh, How are
1: they? They pretty. Good?
3: They do. They do have a mascot, right? Isn't that like magic? <laughs> something or something.
0: Not that I'm aware of. Mm, I know Columbus, Columbus State is the Cougars, and they have a basketball team that plays in the Community College League there. But CCAD, the Fighting Artists. Some,
3: that's, that's something like that. All right. Yeah.
0: Alrighty, that's uh, that's all the housekeeping we have tonight. This is going to be a toy show. It's a toy? Maestro show sheet with a little bit of messing by BMOC. Let's get right into it. It looks like we're talking. Joey B. Let's Talk Joe oh,
2: oh. Let's talk, Joey boo. Joe Morrow, everybody. Yeah.
0: I love it when the riffs get bluesy. Maestro, tee this one up for us.
3: Well, here's the thing. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know,
0: the Bengals,
3: after starting slow, here they are, playing for the AFC Championship. They, th- we'll talk about it in a little bit, but they, they throttled the bills, and Joe was fantastic. And if you're on TikTok or social media, he is everywhere right now. They're just talking about him. He it's is a, like the oh, next yeah. coming, and so I feel like we should jump on that bandwagon. I know I was an early adopter of Joe Burrow. I know Coach wasn't, so I think <laughs> that right there is enough
0: <laughs> for us
3: to
1: have a little chit chat. God, how much crow am I going to eat over this?
0: <laughs> well, he is. I mean, I see your questions here. Is he? Is he the next Brady or Montana? Certainly, early to to make that kind of call, but he's certainly a top five, if not a top three, quarterback right now.
1: I'd say right yeah. now, uh, he's top three. It's Jalen Hurts, him, and Mahomes right now, and everybody else mm-hmm. at this yeah. point.
3: I mean, obviously, Mahomes has got you know. Super Bowl ring, right? He have one or two. I know he's played in two. He has one, yeah. So Joe needs to get himself a Super Bowl ring. But I mean, he's this is his third year, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has really established himself, and he is just—I don't know. I, I, for some reason, folks underestimate him. Vegas underestimates him, and he always comes through. And I just like that about him. I don't know if that's the Ohio in him or the chip on his shoulder from Ohio State. Who knows? But um, it's 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 fun to watch. And I think that game this past Sunday really took people by surprise. Yeah. Except for him. He didn't seem like he was surprised at all.
0: He gets rid of that ball so fast. And he, he has to. The Bengals line hasn't been great this year, although they played great. They played great
1: on Saturday. Against the
0: Bills, yeah. They really did. But he, Sunday. He, he just, I think he just knows where he's going. I don't know. He just gets rid of, obviously he has a special plate in our hearts. Cause he, he went to Athens high school, his dad's a coach at Ohio. U. uh, coming out, I, I looked up some Joe Burrow fun facts before, uh, before the show and coming out of his junior year. And you know, that's when you start to get scholarship offers. His only offer at the end of his junior year was from OU. Damn it. I wish it would have stayed wow. that way. I know. Right. Uh, so when his, was he Mr. Ohio? Was that in his senior year? His senior, senior year, year, yeah. Oh, okay. And that's when he got, uh, uh, you know, as you guys know, Urban Meyer was not a fan of his. He had no. him third on the death charts. He he told him he was a D3 quarterback at best. What I read said that Texas coach Tom Herman convinced Meyer to sign him. Hmm. But when he, when he was thinking of transferring, when he, uh, you know, I ultimately went to LSU is the other school that was in the running. Do you guys know what it was? No, no Cincinnati. Are you shitting what? me? It was, in fact, it was almost a done deal with the Cincinnati Bearcats. And then he spent a weekend with, with coach O and his dad, his dad played pro football. He played, he played at Nebraska, played a season with the Packers. And then he played in the CFL in the Canadian football league for a bunch of years And I guess the three of them spent a weekend together talking football, and he decided LSU is where he wanted to go. Dang, and the rest is history. Almost a Bearcat.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, it's funny because you know Urban Meyer kind of takes credit for him now in a way. You know, and I think probably Mm -hmm. any coach would do that, but that's funny that he had to be convinced.
0: Well, and I mean the guys he was behind, who was it, JT and um, Dwayne Haskins? I mean they are no slouches. Yep. But they're not playing in the pros, are they? No, they are not. Well, one's not alive, which is sad. That's true. And then <laughs> okay. uh, and, that's true. And, and, the, and the and the other one appeared on the Sports Wednesday 200th Anniversary episode, which is that equally sad.
1: Damn, that is not boding well.
3: Yeah. So, just some basic facts about Joe. He's six four. Yeah. Two hundred twenty pounds. He's twenty six now, so he's getting up there. Um. Last two seasons he's he's topped over forty five hundred yards, which is pretty impressive. Thirty five TDs, twelve interceptions this year, which is pretty decent considering that he had four against Pittsburgh in the first game. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So eight the rest four of the way in seventeen yeah. or sixteen games. Yep. It's a,
0: uh it's a it's a little surprising. I can't remember what's a little surprising. Damn oh. it. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, coach.
1: No, I wanted to hear what you had surprising. No, here's here's the deal with with Joe, that um, that 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 is a credit to him because after that first year, where you know he had a came in number one pick in Cincinnati, almost. I mean, their their inept line almost made him like a Kajana Carter, which means he was this high draft pick that had a lot of potential, but just got hurt. And like, Mm -hmm. and basically Joe blew his knee out. You you don't know what he's going to come back. Like, you know, is he going to play scared? Obviously last year he played fantastic, Mm -hmm. but the third year to come back and do this again, like Saturday's game was a confident man, confident young man that was directing that offense. Like it was a big F you to Buffalo. Like he's like, yeah, literally I am Michael Jordan out here. Get somebody out here and guard me. Cause you can't stop me. If I want to score, I know how to do it. I'm getting rid of the ball. You can't touch me. I, I've got this figured out. Like he was a man that figured things out And Obviously I'm going to say that that's the, I know last year the AFC championship was a big game for him and they won, but I'm going to contend that this game against Buffalo, who is clearly everybody thought was going to win. Not unlike it last yeah. year, but this year he had to do it again. I think yeah. that's even a bigger accomplishment just because it's a bigger game. I mean, that was a game that in yep. the snow. In, if you would have said the game was in snow in Buffalo in cold temperature, who are you putting your money on? I know, it's crazy. Isn't that like, crazy? They really, they played
3: like, like the Bengals played the way we expected the Bills to play and vice versa. Right. Yeah, we, you, it was just, it. the Bills looked uncomfortable in their own stadium in the snow, which is, is bonkers. I, I just...
0: You look closely at Joe Burrow and like so far, just like he's checking all the boxes, right? He's, he, he doesn't say controversial things. He's not overly cocky. He's confident without being cocky, right? When even even after the game and he's like, hey, better send those refunds out, right? That's an earned confidence yeah. to kind of throw that down there. And, you know, by all accounts, he was – a decent kid in high school. He was nice to everybody. There's, you know, no social media scandals with him. You know, he went to Ohio <laughs> State. He worked hard. It's just part of me's like, it I mean, is he is he just the, the real deal, or is there is some you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like check, 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 you, you start to get nervous. Yeah, you
2: know,
0: and even
3: his yeah, go even ahead. his players, his players love him too, you know. Oh, so yeah. it's like I mean, I think he's probably a, a little bit more of a character than we see, but he he obviously has a a pretty goofy personality that
0: uh, with the suits for sure.
3: Yeah.
1: Now, I I will say one thing that does this doesn't take away he's he's grown into a, a, a an unbelievable quarterback, but them getting Jamar Chase last year, if they don't get Jamar Chase, Joe might be completely broken and might never sure. because Jamar Chase. Like Tyreek Hill is an absolute disruptor, and you and he is a, unbelievable. He's so goddamn good. Um, mm-hmm. that I would and it makes
3: I, it makes the other receivers better, too right? Because, it makes right? T. then they're open,
1: right? And it also yeah. makes like in that game against Buffalo because of Jamar Chase and how he spreads out the defense, their uh, their tight end, which nobody had really heard of outside of Cincinnati, Hurst he looked like one of the greatest tight ends to play this because he was open all the time. And Joe Mixon, who is a decent runner because of Jamar chase and how much time they have to spend. He, he was getting through that line and he got confidence. Like it's amazing what that can change with one player. And he basically unlocked the key of, of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's from this point forward, Jamar chase could leave. And I think Joe Burrow would still be an unbelievable quarterback. He's it's it's it, he's at that level now. But Jamar Chase was like the player that unlocked it.
0: Well, he's he's put me in the uh, position of rooting for the Bengals, which is something I would never do. But I'm <laughs> cheering for the division, cheering for Ohio and uh, cheering for him. And well, so and K-
3: Kansas City has got to be nervous because Bengals have their number.
0: I
1: yeah. know,
3: you know, it's they're the one consistent team that beats them. And if, you know, if Mahomes is banged up now, I, I would not discount Kansas City. They always have a plan. Andy Reid's always prepared. Yeah. But um, as of right now, I mean, I would be shaking in my boots if I was Kansas City.
1: I just don't want Cincinnati to win the Super Bowl. I, I just can't handle that. I, I, I'm i happy for Joe, but I can't have Cincinnati win the Super Bowl. That would just be so disheartening. <laughs> I well, just can't just handle because
3: it. The, just as a Browns fan, yeah, as a or? Browns fan,
1: I just can't do it because not that I have any ill will towards anybody, any of the players, I just can't have the other did old not, team.
0: Did you not root for them last year? Were you rooting for the Rams? Yeah, ah, I rooted for the Bengals.
1: I did not. You're not. A, I'm taking your Browns card. It's gone.
0: All right. Who is the <laughs> Who is the more famous Joey B, Joe Burrow, or Joey Buttafuoco?
1: Oh, Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> <laughs> Come on,
0: Burrow's easier to spell. It is. How you How you feeling? This Joe Joe Burrow talk went, mice? Are you good to to roll? Forward? Yeah, yeah.
3: No, I just I just wanted to pick your brain and see if we're if we were kind of on the same page. It sounds like you know, coach is still he's still upset about about how I slaughtered him in the Baker. No, no, <laughs> the I'm not. Burrow battle I, from I, last I, season.
1: Like I said, I didn't eat just. A pile of crow. I ate a whole gaggle and flock of crow with that. I admit I was wrong. But I still don't want him to win the Super Bowl before the Browns. That's just me being a petty, petty, petty Browns fan.
3: Well. Yeah, that's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, it's not.
3: Unless you know, unless he leaves Cincy, but Petty's your middle name. It is when you're
1: I... a Browns fan. That's right. <laughs> ah, All I see right. Your, Did you guys I
0: see, I see your point, but I, I if, and if he wasn't from Athens, I,
1: I would be right with you. I would be like, I hope the guy does well, but if, I can't if, root for them if, to, to if he win the could, Super Bowl. If he could win in a yeah. vacuum and I would never have to deal with annoying as shit <laughs> Cincinnati fans, I'm so happy yeah. for him. But if I have to deal with Cincinnati fans, I can't I can't handle it. I just can't handle it. Do, do you know a lot of them? Yes. Oh, my God. There's there, – how can you walk out the door and not bump into a Cincinnati Bengals fan now? They're all over the place. Well, I, stay, I stay in the, that's I why stay that in the house. Yeah, you're smart. Oh,
3: okay. I don't know that many, but I, I think there's going to be a lot more now.
1: There are. And good for them. Bandwagoning is what you're supposed to do. Winning is the fair, fun. The Winning's fair weathers. Win. Yeah.
0: All right. So I think, I think the takeaway from the Let's Talk Joe Burrow segment is Joe Burrow good, just not good enough for coach.
1: <laughs> that's it.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about those games. I think we talked about Bills versus Cincinnati. Anything else you guys want to say about that game?
3: No, I'm good. No. Um, the, only, the only reason I want to talk about these three, these four games, is just that my predictions were off the charts. Other really? than the one game, which one? Um, that came up. I came up short on was. I think I picked the Bills, so that was the game. Oh yeah, Bills. The other three. The other three, I, you know, I picked Kansas city, San Francisco, and Philly. Um, and those, those were the three winners. I think but, I even said Kansas city would win, but they wouldn't cover, which is, then you nailed, nailed it.
1: it. Yeah. Stupid yeah. field goal at the end. God damn it. Dumb.
0: So, uh, I think that the big question coming out of Kansas city, you alluded to earlier is Mahomes with that high ankle sprain, uh, I heard Tony Ramos saying that that's the kind of injury that feels worse the deeper
1: into the week that you go. Yeah. And guys miss months with high ankle sprains. So I don't doubt they can juice that thing up that he can play, but he will not be mobile. He will be a drop back passer. And if I'm, if I'm Cincinnati, then Sam Hubbard and, and the, the ends better just come, just absolutely come after him because he can't elude shit.
3: You you don't think it's a strategic injury, do you? No.
1: I he's he's really hurt. I was yeah. when they said it was a high ankle sprain and he came back into the game, I'm like, I don't know what they gave him or what kind of pain tolerance he has. Have you guys had a high ankle sprain before?
0: I don't think I have. I, I've I had
1: I've had more than I've,
0: one. I've rolled my ankle a million times, but I don't yeah. know that I would call it a, a high ankle sprain. I sprain. had a
1: high ankle sprain. Oh God, I've had it twice. And it it takes it. I mean, I'm not an obviously I mean, I was younger, but I obviously was not a top flight athlete. It took me a long time to even think about doing athletic events again. So, I mean, I know they have modern medicine. I am very, very incredulous that he's going to play.
0: You mean that he's going to play or play well?
1: Well, I should say play well, but I, play. I also think he'll start. But I also think there's a really good chance he starts in that game. He feels good. He tries to take off and he runs because this whole week he's not going to be on it. He's going to try yeah. one time and he's going to be in so much pain. Chad Henney's coming out in that second series and it's over.
2: Then mm-hmm. the
1: Bengals just won yeah. the game. I th- I'm gonna. I, I feel like that's going to happen, and God bless Patrick Mahomes for saying he's going to play. But I, I I I think that's crazy. They, those mm-hmm. things hurt so much. But, I mean, right now, if I was a betting man, I'd be yeah. definitely taking the Bengals. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Niners-Dallas. You guys watch it was this game? A little,
3: it was a little surprising. I, I actually listened to it in the car because I was taking uh, my son back to school, but... Um... I, th- I felt like the Niners were a little anemic on offense. Yeah. Um, but
0: Dallas has a, has a great
3: defense. So, um, but I, I feel like uh, Dak Prescott kind of, he missed a moment there. I can think.
0: we, can we talk about Dak Prescott?
3: Yeah, we can. He can. He's,
0: he's supposed to be a top 10 guy. Let's say that top 10. Okay. He's
3: getting paid for it, is to be a top 10 guy.
0: And uh, he doesn't win in the playoffs. And I felt watching that game that he he will throw bombs on third and eight or third and nine instead of throwing something underneath and giving the the runner a chance to get pick up the first on a yak. And his downfield bombs are not accurate. Yeah. No. He's not dropping it in, you know? And I think he's a little spoiled by some of his receivers who can kind of go up and get them. But I think in this Niners game, every time he threw downfield, it was just... It was off by yards. Yeah, yeah I'm
1: I, not. See, I, I I don't know what to feel about Dak Prescott. I feel like the Cowboys got so entangled with him. It's like a. It's like a. You he was a lot of brand. fun you, when they
3: first started, you know. He and was, I think, yeah.
1: And I think they really enjoyed it. It's like a. It's like buying this super fancy car, but it's it's got these things that just you keep putting money into it, thinking that you you fixed it but it's not like he keeps doing Mm -hmm. the same thing. Um, And that they had that that game.
3: And they had that backup guy came in and did really well. Right. He was just sort of stable and solid. And then Dak came back and it was this big deal. And it was like, they were kind of inconsistent again. Like they're like, you don't know what you're going to get like a box of chocolates and I don't
1: know. He looked so bad at the end of the year.
0: Can I say, and would Dallas win 13 games in the regular season, I think they were 13 and four. They are the least watchable 13 win team. I mean, there's just, there's nothing spectacular about them that I really enjoyed. I would rather watch the Minnesota Vikings. I was just going to say,
1: can you imagine if those two teams played against each other? It would (laughs) be a zero, zero tie. No one would win. It would be so goddamn boring.
3: I feel that the fraud bowl. I kind of feel that way about most of the NFC this year. I feel like all the entertaining games were in the AFC, but
1: I think, I think the the Eagles can put on a good game. I I really do. I, I am starting to starting to lean over and believe a little bit. I, I still, I still need to see Jalen hurts win. he's won big games, but like this game, he wins this game. Then I, I, I believe it. I'm a yeah. I'm a Jalen no, because I, I I like him a lot, and I, I I really do. I want him to have his moment. Except, I I if he can do this, then then he is going to put guys like me, schmucks like me, that keep saying I don't believe it. He's going to put me in my place, and he's going to be he's going to have a great moment. And I think that he rides that all the way in.
3: I do. I think I think Philly. I mean, if we're jumping to predictions, I do think
1: uh, just because of Jalen
3: and his confidence and what he's had all season. They, they should prevail in the San Francisco game, just because I I think Brock Purdy has done a fine job, but now that we're kind of in this moment, I think this is, this is where Philly
1: will, will pull ahead. Yeah. On the road. Yeah. And little spoiler alert: Somebody, I don't know his name, somebody on a really good player, a defensive player for the Niners, not Joey, not Bosa, uh, Got arrested. Oh. so ooh. yeah, I think it's for what? Well, do you want to take a guess? Uh, NFL player. It's not murder, but it's what Back,
0: uh, domestic domestic violence. Yeah,
1: good guess. Yeah. So okay, okay. So he's, who
0: knows, right? Yeah, it could be anything. It could be soliciting a hooker. It could be You're grabbing right. a masseuse. It could be. <laughs>
1: I guess I should have said take your pick. You're probably get, you got a 1 out of 50 chance cuz there's a lot who,
0: who was the player in the Atlanta Falcons that got oh arrested like the night with before the, the Super Bowl Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was a uh a safety, I think. Yeah. So I, mean, I would uh, say
0: did you did you guys watch the Giants Phillies game? The Philly game at all?
1: We had it cuz I watched know. the
0: second half. That game was over. You know, because we had to watch a movie or something like that, and then my wife fell asleep and I put it on. It was already they were already up by like, yeah, it was points. utter
3: domination. There was no,
0: yeah, that
1: never that, that. Was disappointing. I wanted that game to be good.
0: No, no, not so much. Not, not so much. So much. <laughs> Daniel Jones came back to Earth. Remember when it was the last last show? I was like, Daniel Jones running the ball, that's something <laughs> they needed, and seen. Yeah, the lesson as usual. I'm an idiot. Okay, let's let's do our official predictions here, and we're going to do these against the spread. A couple of tight spreads for these games. Yeah, okay, Kansas City only a point and a half over Cincinnati. I think that reflects a fact, Maestro. That since he's had their number, they're three and zero. Burroughs three and zero against them. One and a half points. Who wins that game, Maestro? Uh,
3: it's it's you know not to jump ahead, but it's my wager this week. So I, I think I think Cincinnati will win. I think uh, if Mahomes was 100, percent that's a whole different story. But I think the the combination of Mahomes being hurt and Cincy being so good against them the past couple of years, I think Cincy he should should be able to win. They'll ride the the momentum from this
0: from this latest victory. A return trip to the Super Bowl for the Bengals, according to Maestro. By the way, I always thought so- that the Bengals were named after the the tigers in the Cincinnati Zoo. But apparently, there was a a pro team in Cincinnati from 1937 to 1946 called the Bengals, and that's who Paul Brown named the team. Really interesting. Oh,
3: history corner with the You are on the history tonight. I love it, coach.
0: What's your call Um, on this game?
1: I the the not knowing about Mahomes, I, I I think Cincinnati. I would I would take Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, and they're still giving them a point and a half, which I think is, mm-hmm. I think is ridiculous. I think it should be flipped. So yeah, I'll, as much as it pains me, I think Cincinnati wins that game just because Mahomes. The question questions are too much. Chad Henney's going to be playing in this game, and he could be playing three quarters or more.
0: We'll we'll see if that if that comes to pass. Up, we will text you on the text thread, and we'll be like, you called it, and then you'll get bra- bragging rights. There we go, finally for, for calling it. I, uh, now I'm in a bit of a pickle because I'm pulling for the Bengals. I want them to win, but I also like to go oppo, you guys, when you agree on something. So I'll yes. go ahead and pick the chief. I'll, I'll pick the chiefs. You should. For the zero points that we have. Since
3: there. there's Good. bragging rights, and those don't mean shit. Just
0: bragging rights. Just bragging rights. So, all right. Niners are at Philly. That's a two, two and a half point line. Also, a pretty tight line, coach. What do you think?
1: I'm sticking with my Niners. I know, I know the. It's almost midnight for Brock Purdy, but uh, I think Niners' defense is really damn good. Yeah. I think they can disrupt Jalen Hurts, and uh, two and a half points is a field goal, so um, I'm taking the Niners.
0: When you, when you say it's almost midnight, you mean figuratively, even though out in California it is in fact past
1: midnight Yes,
0: as we record. <laughs> and we know he's sitting up waiting for the episode to drop. So
1: Brock Purdy. Effin loves the show. Yes, figuratively, not uh, literally.
0: What you call here, Meister? Oh, I'm all in on Philly, and
3: you know, I I talked, yeah. I said it last week. I'm like, Coach, have you watched Philly? Because he was like talking about talking up the Giants. Yeah, yeah. And that score just re- confirms my my thoughts. So I th- I think they're I think they're just the better team. I I agree that San Francisco's yeah. got something. F- spunky about them I, I i do enjoy them and their defense is is fantastic but i think i think uh, philly is the more
0: complete team i think the niners could win this if they play a perfect game but i think one mistake one wrong turnover philly wins it i'm also i'm also saying the eagles cover eagles they're
1: going eagles. by field eagles. goal all right
0: all right. So it sounds like we were making wagers, but we weren't because we saved that for the second half of the show, which is starting up here. Uh, it's a good 90 to 120 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and we like to call it. Ready? Ready? We're going to start with Wager of the Week, and just imagine this. Imagine that you were given $10 at the beginning of your podcast season, and you make wagers each week with those $10, and you see how much money you have at the end of the podcast season. That's how Wager of the Week works, but with points. And We'll start with 10 points each. Maestro has got his 10 points up to 20 points after an Arsenal win. Actually, a really nice win by Arsenal. That was a good one. Uh wagering on the EPL has done well for Meister this year. Coach, though, in the lead, he's turned his ten dollars into sixty-eight points, if you can believe it. He uh he lost last week. Kansas City did not cover the spread after Jacksonville kicked that late field goal. Pissed me And out. then uh, BMOC uh has turned his ten dollars into negative twenty-four dollars. And that that actually, it says lost Minnesota on that. That was the week before. This was the over-under on the Niners-Dallas game. I picked the over 46.5. And mm. I, I saw early in that game that wasn't going to happen. So uh, so BMOC in third place, negative 24. So new wagers coming up this week, Maestro. You
3: know what's interesting is the difference between you and me and me and coach is the same.
0: Isn't it? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is, my, is my math correct? In wagers of the week and life. <laughs> Ah! Uh, I don't know about that. I this uh, waiters of the week is playing out in in the exact order that our ping pong skills currently show. <laughs> I I can,
1: I'd agree with that. Maybe <laughs> I don't know BMOC. You've got some serious things. mine. So yes, you're showing I'm declining, and you're still negative twenty four. That's what Coach calls BMOC.
0: Will be. Traditionally BMOC. <laughs> or consistently BMOC. That's what you say when you don't want to be like, well, you kind of suck at this, but I don't want to say that on the podcast. All right. So Meister, it looks like you're taking Cincy versus KC. You're putting all the marbles Man, I, on know, it and going all in.
3: I, I only got a week or two, right, to uh, catch up to yep. coach. Although there's a week between the the Week yes, there's so there'll be another game in there somewhere like in the Early February, maybe I'll get to pick Arsenal, and, and I might just catch you. Oh, 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 oh.
0: I, might, I think I,
1: I might just pick Arsenal too. You should wait.
0: Is this <laughs> is the soup? Is the Super Bowl the day after the Van Hagen show?
1: It's two weeks after this week. So it's yeah, crazy. it is. So, it was. Yeah, yeah, good call.
0: And uh, I'm and this is gonna. This is totally insider. So no one's gonna understand this. But Maestro, you're not selling subs this year, are you?
3: No subs. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. My man. son didn't. That didn't is play baseball. It's a dis-
0: disappointment. It? No. I can it's still not. get you some. I, yeah. I, I know people. Yeah. That's right. I'm gonna go all in on uh pizza rolls. For the super Bowl. all right, coach, what are you what are you what are you, you wagering
1: on here? I'm doing eight I'm, points. I'm doing the niners and uh Philly. I'm taking niners plus two and a half. I'm betting ten. I got to pump okay. the brakes a little bit here. I've been a little bit cavalier with my bets.
0: So wait, so if I win, that bump, you were up in the 90s but you never got up to 100, is that right? <sighs> so yeah. let's let's just play this out. If I win, play it out. I'm up to 40. 40. If, if you
3: lose, you're down I'll to 50. 58. Oh my god. It's it's Ooh. it's in
1: striking distance. This makes oh, it, it striking fun. distance. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry, right. you son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: And of course, uh, our rule is if you are in, uh, if you are below the rim of the hole, you can only wager ten points. So I'm putting all ten on Philly to cover that two and two and a half points against. So you guys I'm are saying, Oppo. Uh, anything you want to bet? Side bet. I have a side bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. And this this is gonna be what I call a payoff side bet, which means it's a, it's a it sits uniquely. The winner has to pay the loser, not gamble it away Uh with other bets it has to be paid off
1: okay i like that
0: and and it is for uh the first round at the ohio
1: miami game on february 4th okay that's done 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 that mystic that mystic mama is going to taste so good to me so good (laughs)
0: All right, that's Wagers of the Week. Wagers we'll see how that plays week. out. In case you wonder, the season's on sports once they go from Super Bowl to Super Bowl. And Meister is right in between the championship games, which are coming up, and the Super Bowl is the Pro Bowl games. So we'll be wagering like crazy oh, on those Pro Bowl yeah. yeah. oh, games. Oh, my
1: God, everybody. Thank God. Playing I, pro
0: football. Thank
1: God betting's legal in Ohio.
0: <laughs> now, <laughs> points are one thing, but we bet actual dollars. We put our money where our mouth oh. is and we do it illegally in a series of wagers with <laughs> coach's Bretta and we call this bit So our one-week uh, winning streak against Coach's Bretta came to an abrupt halt as Kansas City failed to cover, and so we are now down 50 bucks to Coach's oh, Bretta. It
1: good. is
0: his turn to set us a bet, and we don't have one. Is that right, Coach?
1: That is correct. He, he is not sending us a bet, so we'll have to wait on that one.
0: And that's because he's at a basketball game?
1: Yeah, he was at the NC State-Notre Dame game. But I'm assuming that game is over. I'm assuming.
0: Let's uh, BMOC. We'll take a look here. Boy, that Kansas State Iowa State game looks close.
1: Where's that sitting at right now? It's
0: forty-two to forty. Mm, second half. Yep, and that game is over. NC State won eighty-five to eighty-two.
1: Ooh. All right. Well, let's see if I can show up here.
0: Does your Does your brother dislike Notre Dame as much as you do?
1: He does. I don't know if basketball counts for him as much, but like... uh you
3: guys are angry Catholics.
0: What's up with that?
1: He's probably less than me. I think I have a serious so, problem. It's the
0: only way to be a Catholic anymore. That's right. Be angry. Angry and drunk. Your right.
1: brother,
0: he could, like, if he wanted to for, for Halloween, he could go as Digger Phelps.
1: <laughs> he really could. He could pull it off.
0: All right. So we'll see if Brother gets us a bet. And that uh that will wrap up our betting and sweating portion of the show, which is good because sometimes we just gotta get stuff off our chest. It's we are old, we're in our fifties, and we are concerned about our cardiac health. And so holding in ill will is bad for us. So we have a segment called where we do rants and that lets us rant about something and that helps our heart health. Or uh, if we've made a mistake on the show and it's happened, I, I want to say we've done 220 nice. shows. Maybe, maybe four times. Maybe four. Uh, we, we've done a correction. Or we recommend something in the vast world of entertainment or outside the world of entertainment, something we've seen or tasted or liked a lot. We want to pass it along as a recommendation. And we call this segment
3: "Rans and Corrections.
0: Recommendations. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I like <it>. the There <laughs> it is. Not a bad one there, Coach. Not bad. This is so open mic style. I only see coach on the show sheet, so uh, coach, you got a rant you're going to share with us? I do,
1: and uh, my rant has changed. Uh, I, I I decided to do this rant before um, I had to do something this evening at school, and now I, I have a completely different rant. So I was, I told you guys that I got home late because I had to stay and help out, and we had a our basketball game. There was a boys basketball game. Seventh and eighth grade basketball. So, the game was played. Seventh grade played. They they kicked the crap out of the other team. No big deal. Eighth grade came out, and I'm sitting there, and the coach, the eighth grade coach, and we'll call him Steve. It's not his name. Um, He's there, and this boy comes up to him, and I know what's going on in this conversation. The coach is like, well, I, you know, you were upset, whatever. And, you know, the kid's sitting there. He's like, were you upset about, I could hear the conversation. It was like, what what Mm -hmm. were you upset Mm -hmm. about? Were you upset about playing time? And the kid goes, no, no, no big deal. And he completely brushed him off. It had everything to do with playing time. Like I I know, I know what this kid just went through. Yeah. So then the game gets played and this coach is very, um, he's on Twitter a lot and he, puts all these like, it's the player first and he's trying to be real inspirational and all of this stuff. And Mm -hmm. he has like 14 kids on his team. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'd say until they were, they were up by 17 or 18, most of the game. And I'm talking most of the game until one minute and 30 seconds left in the entire game. Six kids played. No, seven kids played. So seven kids yeah. sat and watched 22 and a half minutes of basketball while their parents sat up there. So my rant is yeah. this, I think that's bullshit. I'm sick of anybody saying that it's, that's it's different. This guy could have coached this game. He could have been up 17. He could have put his backups in. He could have let the game get close, put the other guys back in. He could have played the seesaw. It's the seesaw. Yeah. But he let those kids sit on the bench. This is the second to last game of the year. I know the last game of the year is on Thursday, He will play seven kids and those other kids won't even touch because it's a rival game. So my thing is this. There's my rant. I get it. Playing time. But why the hell do we even let coaches keep 14 kids? Like, just let them keep eight kids. Let the coaches keep eight kids and cut, rip the Band-Aid off immediately. And don't give these kids any false hope. Like, just let cut, cut them off. Like just keep eight I kids think, and play the. Yeah. Then you just play the kids. It's it's life, absolutely, life is pain, kids. Life is pain. He wants he they, wants he wants the starters to have a team to play against in practice. No, right? then play against the seventh grade team. I think that's a bunch of it's a bunch of horseshit. If you keep that many kids, and I know why he keeps them, and I won't even say it here. There's a there's another nefarious reason that this guy does it.
0: Fundraising. Um, he we ought to me. get him on the show.
1: Oh, this guy's a jackass. Anyway, so I'm just I'm just irritated with with the falseness that he does, and he keeps his guys out there and he says it's all about the kids, but it has nothing to do with the kids because tonight he played he played to win when the game was well in hand. There was no chance this yeah. other team was coming back. And he let these kids rot in the bench and gave them a minute and a half of basketball. Did
0: you like when he tweets it's all about the players, players first, do you like
1: reply Top seven, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> if I could, I would. If I if I wasn't attached and I could, I would. But i just. Let, I, let I, me say this, though, Coach.
0: And and I I'm not one to have an opinion about your rants. I don't understand your world. I know that you're hoping for a snow day. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you sitting saying over just, there in
3: your comfy chair. Look
0: at my chair. <laughs> you saying just keep eight kids and rip the bandaid off and don't give the other kids false hope. Is the most Gen X thing that you have said on this show ever, and it is so out of step with how youth athletics works anymore. It's just like I know that. I you're know. like you're talking. You're talking from a different era, right? I know. No, I'm that a that dreamer, sense. but my that. heart's gold. It's rare that you sound like such an old man, but that that I mean it. But it's, but, but, it, but my, you're, but my you're reason is right. this. We all went through it. But my reason is times. this
1: because. These kids don't need to spend all of this. They're spending all of this time and emotion for this mm-hmm. man, not because yeah. they're enjoying it because for his use, he's he's using these kids as practice dummies and, and like these kids. And we've all done it. We've all had kids that have been cut and we're like, Oh, I feel so bad. And about two days later, they're happy as hell that they're not wasting their time anymore. And they've released all of that crap that stupid, false youth sports shit, and now they can just be kids again? Let them be kids and don't waste their time because you're a self-indulgent son of a bitch is what he is.
0: I think there's a, a TV show called New Amsterdam. It's a medical drama. I've yes. never seen it, but I, I just remember the promos where the guy's like, let's just be doctors
1: again. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, let them be kids again. Let's let them be kids. So good. I have an update. Mark uh, Brada did send us a game. All right. Here we go. Back to betting with coach. He went, he went, uh, he went chiefs Bengals. 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 Going Bengals, right? Bengals. 10. That was
0: easy. That was easy. Can you ask him how much he hates Notre Dame too? Yes. I will right now. All right. Maestro, you have any rants, corrections, recommendations this week? I think I'm good. Last week, the coach enthusiastically recommended The Last of Us after one episode, which I thought was a bold choice. I like yes, to give I someone know. a couple of episodes. The first episode was good. I've watched two episodes now, and so far, I'm not calling coach out. So far, good, I think good, it's decent. Good, good, good,
3: good, good. Speaking of Rex, I think you recommended Jack Ryan last week, right? Or you I talked did. about it. That I
0: it was a qualified. But you just said
3: you, you love those shows. You're, you're happy that the Russians are the bad guys again. So we, we were watching that show with our son and he hasn't been around. So we're, he gave us the go ahead. So we've been watching it. We, I think we watched two last night, two before that. Um, and it is hilarious because it's just like, how does, how does the USA survive without Jack Ryan? Without Jack Ryan. He's it's, a, it's a superhero. Okay. But I was joking with Danny last night. Cause you know, I have I have problems with my tummy. I've got a sensitive tummy and uh, watching that show and them jet set all over and he's shooting and running and spying. And I'm like, when does Jack Ryan have time to go for poops?
1: (laughs) Does he have time? Jack Ryan doesn't poop.
3: poop. He doesn't poop. He doesn't eat. He doesn't poop.
1: Jack Ryan shits. He is a superhero. (laughs) He is a superhero. He is a superhero. (laughs) He's like leading the Navy SEALs. This guy used to be a pencil pusher. God damn! Oh, it.
0: that's right. He's got an it's
1: ironclad sh- constitution. That one.
0: All righty, that's branch uh, corrections or recommendations, and we're gonna go. We got a riff for this next one. This I'm looking forward to. This. This is from the Maestro Show. Sheet.
2: it's time. What's your favorite beverage? Oh, yeah. Well, it's wintertime. <sniffs> What's your favorite beverage?
0: Doldrums, baby. Doldrums. What you drinking? So, Meister wants to know what our favorite winter beverages are what we drink, what food we eat with them, what music we want to pair with them. It's wintertime. These are like recommendations. This was a really interesting one. Coach and I were chatting before you came on, Maestro, about uh, having to think through this one. So It
3: doesn't have uh, to be alcoholic. I I assume we would go down the alcohol cocktail route, but I mean, honestly, I mean, I know folks love, I mean, hot chocolate after shoveling the driveway is is heavenly. So I'm curious to see
0: what you guys say. You still shoveling? You don't have a snowblower, my no. Neither
1: one of us do. Oh, I already told That's my really big, I already told my you.
3: teenager. I said, "Get some rest because you're shoveling tomorrow." He's like, "Okay, Dad. <laughs> okay, Dad.
1: Oh, okay.
2: okay, Dad. Around five when I wake up."
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, my so I I I went down the cocktail route. I hope I was hoping you would, you but okay. yeah. And so, uh and it's as usual. I have to have a unique BMOC spin on it. But I think the old fashioned is a good winter drink. Ah <laughs> oh, was that was I that knew that's it? what he was gonna it, do.
3: It is, but no, that's good. I, I can't wait to hear what your pairings and everything are.
0: I make mine I make mine a little differently too. So uh uh here's the ideal old fashioned. So it's a short rocks glass. Mm-hmm. You put in two shots of bourbon, you drop in a sugar cube if you have okay. one. Okay or a teaspoon of sugar, but I, I would drop in a sugar cube and then traditionally you would make it with water. I use club soda. I just like it to be a little bit sweeter mm-hmm. and then several dashes of bitters on the top. Uh, and to me, that's, that's a, it's a lovely winter drink. It's got enough bite, but it's sweet. Um, do you put any fruit in and- it? Any,
3: uh, orange rind or cherries or anything?
0: If, if I have an orange, I'll put in, I'll put in orange. That's the only thing okay. I would garnish it with. I won't, won't put in, um, uh, people do cherries mm-hmm. a lot. And if they do like a pickled cherry or a sour cherry, mm-hmm. uh, is really good. I never have them though. So, but I usually have like those little, uh, cuties or tangerines or something. And I'll put, put some of that in there. So that's, that's, that's my winter beverage food pairing. I think anything, any salty snack is good with this, but I would think like nuts or uh even dried fruit would be tasty. Oh. It's just a little something to graze
1: on. What? Did you just did you just go, Oh about dried <laughs> fruit? No much. Oh,
3: no, no, the, the salt oh, helps, helps him poo. the salty nuts.
1: Yeah, but you <laughs> dried fruit salty oh. nuts. <laughs> oh dried fruit are those apricots that you got dried? That looks delicious. All
0: right. And, Coach, I told, I told you now my music pairing was going to surprise you. And because I can't Coach wait. Like, cause... Before, before we started, Coach said, What Pink Floyd album? Oh, that's low.
1: <laughs> oh, come on. You son of a
0: bitch. I, I'm going to pair this with yes. Sting's 1996 album, Mercury Falling. Wow. wow. I love that record. I love that record as well, and I just it it just has that vibe for me. So I feel like if we have a big snowfall tomorrow, and and I wasn't working, I would make an old fashioned and kind of watch the snowfall and listen to that record. I I, I might Ooh. join you there. Let's just have a zoom.
2: Oh, so you that.
3: so here's the thing about the old fashioned. I and and um that was my that was my choice too as far as a cocktail. But I like I, everything yeah. you said was pretty much the same. That I would say, although I will say. I think I like to order one out, so like, yeah, uh, so I like it. Too. Like, um, if you you know have to go out on a date with your wifey you poo, and um, they usually most nicer restaurants do have the old fashioned on their sort of happy yeah. hour thing. So I love they do. I love getting an old fashioned pre meal, you know, and they'll bring out some bread or maybe there's some nuts at the bar or whatever. So, I, but it's some, it's, some dried it's fruit. Good. <laughs> and they usually have some sort of fancy Ooh. ice cube or whatever, but um, I knew you, were, I had a feeling you were going to say old fashioned. So I'm going to jump and do mine. I'm going to go with uh, my backup choice because I love this too. And it's so timely is I love a Baltic Porter. And Whoa. I think I've, I think I brought this beer up before, like when we did craft beer and vinyl a couple of years back, but yeah. a Baltic Porter is, is a very kind of a boozy Porter. It's a, uh, you know, dark beer. But yeah. this time of year, a lot of the you know craft breweries will have something similar to this, and I just—it's just so wintry. It's so dark and mysterious and boozy, and it's a great beer just to to uh, to sit and watch a game or a movie. You know, you got your blanket on, you got the fire on. Um, same thing with the old fashioned. Pair it with some nuts, nuts. Maybe even some pretzel rods. Some nice salty pretzel rods, are pretty good.
0: Yeah and then pretzel rise, go with everything.
3: But for me, musically, it's because it's a deep dark beer, I kind of feel like it goes good with deep dark cuts. So the deep, Ooh, like deep, the, the deep cut, any deep cut on a record that you like. So love, you're not
1: saying a particular record you want the deep mm, cut. Yeah, the any deep, deep cut of a record. Your favorite
3: right. your favorite band but not the hit. You want the dark one, the one that's like the second to last song on on the yeah. on, on the second side or this, or whatever, so deep cuts. Deep cuts. Deep dark cuts. Dark beer deep. deep cuts. Take a nap. I Take love, a nap.
0: I love when you when you pour one of those dark beers in a glass and kind of like the foam is sort of curling as yes. it's kind of in the body of the beer before it rises to oh. the top. That's that is. That's mm. the essence of mystery. That
1: mm-hmm. is the essence of mystery. Oh yeah. All right. Coach, All right. What do you got? Coach,
0: now I know you were you were talking about a cinnamon snapple tea. <laughs>
1: oh god, how much do I love that? <laughs> Dried fruit? Alright, no, so I've I've changed my mind about fourteen thousand times already listening to you, Yahoos. But I think I'm gonna go more nostalgic, so I have to kind of set it. Um but like winter for me Red, like, red wine Woo! Um, like winter for me, it, it, it Ooh, really, <laughs> see, you're, I'm you're on right a night train, I'm you're, ready you're to crash me back. and earth. You're pulling me back. I'm going to say it to high school and yeah. we didn't have a football team, but we had a basketball team. So a lot of our mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. times that we would hang out and meet and maybe consume beverages in the was woods, always, <laughs> God damn, it was always cold. Yes. It was always cold. We're driving in cars. Let's chug this. We're stopping in places and it's cold as shit. So I I I attached that winter drinking to that. Now, I'm not drinking any of the shit that I drank in high school cuz I'm not drinking mad dog and I'm not <laughs> drinking uh, uh sun country. So, I think for me, <laughs> I could say it would be a bourbon cuz I do like bourbon now, but I I'm kind of new to the the game and me saying that is just it's fake. So, for me, A winter drink for me would be a Guinness, and it would be just a simple, very good, well-poured Guinness. Nice. Um, I don't want to drink it at home. I want to drink it in some bar. I want to drink it at some bar. Uh, Whatever salty snacks that they have in some wooden bowl would be fantastic, or I'll get some pretzels. And the music is – the music for me has to harken back – to what brought me here which would be in that high school ages it would be that 80s to me it's kind of that brooding new wave like the cure um mm, ballhouse like um then you've mm. got maybe echo and the bunny men and you're playing all like to me if you want to play Sp- one album LA, jesus and mary
3: jesus and mary chain oh my god if
1: you play G- <laughs> jesus and mary chain Is what I was going to say but like i would play like psycho candy from jesus and mary chain and then uh then i would play I know it's the greatest hits but standing on a beach by the cure has every every song is so goddamn good and it makes me think of the winter and I could just sit there and drink Guinness and talk So you're music you're almost leaning
3: towards it. more St. Paddy's Day so the, the Well fir- no not <gasps> really
1: because the the Guinness the Guinness is just it's it's a beer that I I don't like to drink when it's warm out for So sure. if you're I know Guinness gets the the St. Paddy's Day but like I if I'm not going to drink I like a good dark beer that I can drink several of them and not get my ass kicked.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And a
1: Guinness fits that. And if I'm going to be listening to the tunes that I'm thinking, I'm going to be listening to a lot of them. And I want the night to last a long time. I want to be out in a bar with that playing, drinking that, talking music with that music playing. That nice. would be ideal. That's, that's a would great one. Be, that's perfect night.
3: That's a great one. And I will say, um, my first Guinness was at O'Hooly's.
1: Nice.
3: And sitting yeah, at the thanks, bar, nice. I can't remember who I was with. I want to say, strangely, I think it was Tyler. I think he nice. came strangely. to visit. Well, because we've drank so many Guinness, but I think I sort of turned him on to drinking, and I think he turned me on to Guinness. And we—I remember us sitting at the bar. It was—it might have even been like my senior year or something—and we were just sitting at a oh, But now a is—it's the God.
0: restaurant for uh, Jackie O's. Jackie O's. They yeah. still have the holy sign in there, which is pretty cool. I love that. So, coach, you're not going to like when it's August and we're at a Columbus Clippers game eating hot dogs. You're not going to drink a Guinness, probably not. I would, I would <laughs> probably, not. I would bet my money on that. Yeah, I can't think of a worse pairing than oh a Guinness my god, and a hot dog in August. Awful. <laughs> it
1: does. I forget terrible. about Guinness. Oh,
3: <laughs> to be honest, I oh. mean. It was such a go-to, but there's just so many other beers now you forget but it. But
1: you, know, you know what's funny about Guinness that I learned this when I, I drank a shit ton of it when I lived in Chicago, especially after I played softball. I drank a ton of it, and then I try to wake up in the morning and go to work, and I felt okay, but Guinness makes you smell funny. Did you know that? No. That there's something in Guinness that like when you sweat, it comes out of your pores, and it is – everybody knows you've been drinking Guinness. Interesting. Yeah.
3: I know that... Little known facts. I know that calorically, it's not really that heavy.
1: It just looks heavy, but it's... No, and and APV, it's not. Yeah. It's actually... It's really a day drinker. Like, you could drink a shit ton of that. Yeah. I do like Guinness. I I might drink Guinness. Next time we're out, I'm ordering a Guinness. As long as it's winter.
3: (laughs) I like when you can buy the cans and it has the nitro on the top. I do, but it never
1: tastes... it never tastes the same. I want yeah. someone to pour it for me.
0: Okay, so just to, just to pull this one together, BMOC says uh, get yourself a nice old-fashioned with uh, with a little club soda instead of water and listen to some Sting. Coach says get yourself a Guinness and listen to The Cure. And Maestro says get yourself a Baltic Porter and listen to Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. <laughs> what, was, what was your music pairing, Maestro? Any deep cut from your... Any deep cut. That's band, right. The, the non single. So, so here's what we're gonna do before we wrap it up. I'm gonna say give me an album and the deep cut on it you really like.
3: All right. So, well I'm gonna I'm gonna say just because I've I've been practicing a lot for this Van Haken show, I'm gonna say you know, my va- favorite Van Halen record is Fair Warning. So I'm gonna say the deep cut on there that I would want to drink a Baltic port or two. Is a song that my my Van Haken bandmates hate. It's called "When Push Comes to Shove," but I just love it. <laughs> and it's a deep cut. voice. <laughs> it's a deep cut that nobody likes except me, and that's just okay. That's my beer. That's my song. Let's go.
1: I love I love that you love it and they hate it. That oh, they makes hate me it. Me love it.
3: They they joke about it. That's so
1: terrible. And I'm like,
2: I always like that song. When push comes to shove,
1: Coach, what's your deep cut? Oh shit, that's a tough one. Do you have one ready?
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm going to go back to the Nylon Curtain which is uh, one of my favorite albums and I'm going to there's a song in there called Where's the Orchestra which I think is to me the, the appropriate anthem for Gen X. It's just like waiting for the orchestra to show up and they don't. That's a good one.
1: I uh Combat Rock is just so overplayed and everybody loves it, but I love the song Adam Tan which is on there and, and it's, it's 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 a deep cut. I've always liked it. It's it's kind of a quirky song. Um, but I dig it. I like Adam T- I like that song a lot.
0: All right. That's a deep, deep cut. cut. Deep cuts. Deep cuts.
1: Deep cuts. Deep cut.
0: All right, fellas. Well, this has been a toy show so far. We're gonna wrap it up with something we have not done in years. Oh god. I threw it on there. We're running, we're running tight. We're only at about fifteen minutes into the show right now. 15, 16. It's time for Final Thoughts. Final Final Thoughts. thoughts. Final Thoughts. All right. Final Thoughts. So why are we doing Final Thoughts when we're already at an hour and two? Here's why. (laughs) Because earlier the show sheet was super, super tight and I thought, oh, well, we'll add this in. But then when I came back later to add it in, the show sheet had expanded. But I was so excited about doing Final Thoughts again. I thought, let's just do it. So you got a final thought, you just share it, and then we're going to wrap things up.
1: All right? All right, coach. What do you got? All right. So my final thought is uh, had to do with watching uh, the Bengals Bills game, and that game was cold. It had the the snow. It was a classic playoff game. It had everything that you love about football, but in my mind, in my mind, all I could think of was nineteen. Basically, put me from nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety which is what I would call nine years of almost for the Cleveland Browns. And there were Mm -hmm. several games. There were two, if not three, there were three AFC championship games that they played in shitty weather. Uh, Mm -hmm. Won the fumble, won the drive, um, won the blowout, won the blowout. So um, it it brought, it's like one of those things that brought me back to the moment. I'm like, Oh my God, I love those days. And then, uh, I realized that it wasn't that long ago. Maybe last week was the anniversary of the fumble, and mm-hmm. uh, it's still it just it just brought that sadness in that pit right back to my stomach of almost and how I felt back then. And I can get over it quicker, but it's so crazy how that can just bring all of those feelings back. And I'm over it. I, I, obviously, I'm, I didn't. It sounds like it, but. <laughs> But damn it, like I I just I just would love to be watching one of those games in that type of thing and experience what the Bengals just got. God damn it. I'm so jealous of them. I guess my final thought is I'm jealous of the Bengals right now.
0: God damn it. Jealous of the Bengals. Final thought. All right. Maestro, did you come up with a final thought? I did, but it's and I don't know how it's gonna fit in since
3: we just had that nice little segment segment about Cocktails and, and winter beverages. But um so I woke up Sunday feeling a little rough. I had maybe flew flew a little too close to the sun. And so for some reason in my head I was like, eh, maybe I'm just maybe I should just quit drinking. Maybe I just need to quit. And then for some reason when I was on TikTok, I don't know if maybe something came up on my feed about people giving up alcohol. And like Mm -hmm. all the, how much they they feel better. But I must have watched Mm -hmm. it all. And then all of a sudden, my algorithm flipped. Everything that was showing up in my feed was about quitting drinking and how it's better for you. And you need to do it. And like you feel better and you have more energy and you sleep better and you're stronger and you're cognitive. And you know, I'm having all these gaffes and tummy issues. So there was like all week, I was like, I
0: think I'm going to quit drinking. I think I'm going to quit drinking.
3: And then I get together with you guys on this show and have a couple of beers and I feel like I you know I'm not gonna do that. I'm not you're not doing I'm not that. gonna do that, but
1: no, why would you do that?
3: Um so my final thought is this. Like I I do think you know, when you get our also, age, we need to sort yeah. of tone things down, um, you know, moderate a little bit. I don't think we're everyday drinkers or anything like that, but um It definitely got me thinking when you when you and I don't, you know, who these people are on TikTok or or Instagram that are saying all this stuff. They're not experts or anything, but it's like does get you thinking maybe
0: I could maybe I could quit. Was on TikTok, so it must be true. That's
3: right. I don't know if that's the final thought, but that
0: maybe try for a week, Maestro, see how it see how it goes. I don't I don't get the vibe from you that you're walking around going, Man, I, I feel rotten all the time. I no. mean, except when you had when you had cancer for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh you, by the you way. should give up cancer. Give up cancer.
3: Well, by the way, it's oddly, so this eleven years ago, January twenty fourth was when I was admitted.
1: No way. Oh yeah, God.
3: so that's what day it is
1: right now. You really should have had a cancer question today. You I sh- yourself. <laughs> well, let's the just M- do it.
0: We'll do it. Let's <laughs> do a cheers <laughs> to my Yeah, salute. Cheers. Salute. salute. 11 years. Nice 11 job. Years. All right, my final thought will uh, wrap us up here because we're at a tight 107. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I've been watching a lot of college basketball. I don't know why, but I'm super into it this year. Watching the Bobcats, watching the Wildcats. As you guys know, after a college basketball game, the teams shake hands and they shake all the coaches' hands. They line up and do it. You know, they kind of go down the road doing it. And I like that. I, I know in other sports, you kind of they're hugging on the field or something like that. But I don't know. There's just something about it that just feels like very wholesome and good, and what sport's supposed to be about. And every time I see it, it, it makes me feel these. De- and I, you know, I don't know if in travel baseball your kids do it. I know in little league they mm-hmm. did it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I just think it's, I think it's a good thing, and I think all sports should do it.
1: Oh, and with, it, the, with the exception of hockey. Well, so, but the best thing <laughs> no, is, I'm just kidding. But hockey does it after a series. They only do it in the playoffs, and they do it after the series. And yeah. and I love it because guys that have been battling and smashing each other, you see them. They shake hands. They pat each other on the back. They say good luck or whatever. I I, I do love that. It is it is a lost uh tradition on some sports. I agree. Yeah. They still do it in high school football. Uh, nice. Yeah. Baseball
3: was pretty good about it, I will say. And yeah. And good coaches would make make sure the players that got it into their heads that they should always shake the the hand of the coach's hand. The coach yeah, and, and the,
2: umpire,
3: the umpire, yeah. Um and then kids would just start to do it on their own. Some wouldn't, but
0: Yeah. Because do you ever have an opposing player just be like,
1: fine, here you go? <laughs> I'm sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know it has. And, I know it's happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In your 58 seasons of coaching youth It's happened at least twice.
1: I, yeah. uh, good
0: odds. Well, when Maestro and I coached under five soccer, I can't say that we did that because we just couldn't keep the
1: kids organized enough. How would you get them in a line?
0: <laughs> no, we just couldn't do it. We were lucky to just get them on the field and off. All right, that is uh, Final Thoughts, which wraps up our show at a tight 109. Oh, under one There time. being no other sports f- fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm on the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you, Lester Holt, for that. And as always, good times, everybody, good times. <laughs>
2: Hey, you know what tastes pretty good right now? A zinger.